0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen! Yes, I'm saying the morning because we all just woke up. Um, it is your mid-week war! Even though it's really not that much of a war this week. Um, slight disclaimer before I introduce my co hosts Uh, Destination America did not show Impact Wrestling this week. Also, I watched a little thing called Star Wars last night, so I didn't get in until 3 in the morning. Um... So we will not be having an impact or ring of our show this week. <laughs> um, but we will be doing predictions for Final Battle before we get into TakeOver. And with me doing predictions is Antonio Garza. How are you, sir?
1: Hey, guy, I'm doing pretty good. I just woke up and I look more beautiful than both of you guys. Cheers.
0: <laughs> Always <laughs> modest as <laughs>
1: ever.
2: Wow. <laughs>
0: And uh with us always is Hey Hey, it's Amen. Ooh, ah, the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling in Texas.
2: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> let's let, let's leave it to let's leave it to London. Let's let's keep let's keep that there. Alright. <laughs> God.
0: God damn it, Amen. Alright. Well, um, all right, like I said, before we get into an awesome takeover, we're going to do some quick final battle predictions. So, Antonio Garza, do you have the card?
1: I have the card ready. Okay, so let's start with our pre-show match, uh, the match that no one is waiting for. Well, maybe Cheeseburger's, <laughs> hey, hey! Cheeseburger's Mother.
0: I'm excited for the pre-show match. Okay, okay.
1: No, so, uh, Matt, Mike, and Cheeseburger's Mother. Uh First match, Cheeseburger versus Brutal Bob Evans. I'm going to give it to Cheeseburger because it doesn't make sense to, to not have him win against that trainer. Uh, Mike? Uh, go, I'm going Cheeseburger, yeah. yeah. Cheeseburger, Cheeseburger, Cheeseburger. <laughs> Amen?
2: Uh, double DQ. <laughs> <laughs> the going to last forever.
1: Yeah, I know. Sadly. <laughs> okay, so... Let's start the actual show. The first match. Dalton Castle, the Peacock, versus Silas Young with the boys. I have... Well, what do you go first, Mike?
0: Why are we having this match?
1: Because. It
0: kind of seems like the boys want to
1: stay with Silas. If we have a show to rate Ring of Honor this week, I wouldn't say that. That was the worst thing that they could have done to show that the boys already want to stay. But, oh well. I'm having... Uh, I'm having Dalton Castle with a swerve of the boys. Yeah,
2: I'm thinking the same thing. I think it's some sort of swerve of some sort. I
0: I really hope you're right, but I have a feeling Ring of R is going to be completely fucking stupid and Silas Young going to win.
1: I can see it happening too. Maybe uh, the Beer City Brewster will become either, a
0: boy. Either that, or the boys are going to split up. Like, one's going to want to go with Dalton, and one's going to want to stay with Silas, and then, A, they'll have to give the boys individual names. Yeah. Or, two, they'll just be hitting boy versus boy. On the next show, which I don't even know if that works, but see if this was see if this was NXT, they'd have a parody video of Dalton Castle and Silas Young saying "The Boys Are Mine." <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay, what, what 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 else we got, guys?
1: Next match, uh, we have the returning one half of the Mercy Machine Guns, Alex Shelley, Matt Seidel, and uh, Motivation ACH versus. The KRD, which is the Addiction and Chris Saban. Mm. I, I gotta go with the Alex Shelley team because he's returning. I really don't know. I could go anyway.
2: Yeah, I know, I know uh, Shelley, I guess, was on commentary this week, and I didn't get a chance to watch it yet, but uh, obviously, we don't fully know the whole story of him coming back or whatever. Um, yeah, I'll go with Shelly.
0: I think Shelly would be a safe bet in this. All right. I'm going to give Ring of Honor a little credit and say that they're not going to forget that ACH and Seidel had a best-of-five match. And um, there's going to be some tension there, and I say the KRD is going to take advantage of it. I say they're going to win.
1: Okay, that's good. Uh, next match, a three-way tag team match to determine the number one contendership for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions. We have the boys, the Briscoes. We have the Young Bucks, and we have the All Night Express. Uh, personally, I think 2016 is gonna be the year where they rebuild the Briscoes as the best tag team in the world, because it's been it's, it's been several years since they they haven't been considered the best in the world. So I think uh, the Briscoes take this one.
2: Uh, I can definitely see that. Uh, I think they're also kind of really hinting towards. Uh, Towards the All Night Express going up to the belts next, uh, they're really playing off the fact that they never lost the belts, basically, and and uh, I, I could see them taking this. I, I could see All Night Express getting over
0: here. Um. All right. You know what? Fuck it. I'll go Young Bucks. <laughs> Why not? Uh, because it's very difficult to bet against the Young Bucks. Uh. Also, you have the Kingdom and the Kingdom and the uh, Bullet Club still have a little bit of a rivalry going. And I think uh, I think that's something that they haven't fully explored yet, and they would like to.
1: Okay, yeah, it makes sense. Next match, we have Moose versus Michael Elgin. Uh, I think has, that CC hashtag has to be Big
0: Mike. Mike hashtag Big, big Mike. Mike yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think that CC has to be Michael Elgin if if he's uh, challenging for the title at Wrestle Kingdom. That's true. Yeah.
2: Uh, I would go with Elgin as well. I think Moose will put up a good showing, though, I, definitely. Um, yeah, I think this could be a re- This could, has the potential of being a really fun match, because I think Moose has approved a great deal. Um, yeah, I'm excited for it.
0: Yeah, I think um, they're going to go with Elgin too. Uh, they've been building up his time in Japan a lot, especially if they're going back to Wrestle Kingdom, uh, where he, you know, got serious or whatever. But yeah, I I think it's got to be Michael Elgin. Moose
1: isn't ready for a title shot yet. Next match. A fight without honor. Adam Cole, baby! Versus Bobby, I mean Kyle O'Reilly. Bobby O'Reilly. Bobby 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 O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly. So, this is a hard one. Because it could either really go to either guy. I've I since they already did Kyle O'Reilly as a world title challenger, I'm going to go with Adam Cole.
2: I could see that. Um, I think there's still a little left for Kyle O'Reilly's world title run. Uh, and I think that, I think, I think, just for this being like the big show, I, I think O'Reilly can definitely take it. Um, I, I'm going to go with O'Reilly in this one.
0: Uh, well, building off a of theme, I'm kind of just developing in my head. I think Adam Cole takes it. I think Adam Cole takes it. He's been one of the standouts in Ring of Honor to me. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly hasn't done jack, personally, to establish himself as a top guy for me. And I think Adam Cole's going to take it.
1: Okay, okay. Uh, next match, a singles for the Ring of Honor World Television Championship. Bobby Fish challenges Roderick Strong. Uh, oh, has, did you
0: say Roderick Strong? Yes, I <laughs> sorry. did. Sorry, I, I, I just dozed <laughs> off hearing his name.
1: So, I, it has to be Roderick Strong for me. I, I don't feel, see them taking the title away so fast. Yeah, I, I think so. I think um,
2: I think, yeah, he's probably going to retain here. Um, they may possibly, I think, would also, I don't know if this would, they would try to do this, but they may hint to some dissension with Fish and O'Reilly. If O'Reilly, say if O'Reilly wins against Cole and maybe goes up to the title still and Fish kind of, you know. But I don't know if they'll necessarily do that, but uh, there's a chance of it. Um, but, yeah, I'd I go with Roger Strong here. Roddy versus the world or whatever.
0: Um. I would love to see Bobby Fish win, because the last time he was on commentary, he actually, you know, entertained me. Something that Roger Strong hasn't done, uh, with his mouth anyway. Uh, But yeah, Roddy's gonna take it here. But, (laughs) I feel like this Roddy vs. the World thing, there might be an extra match afterwards. I'm not sure with who, maybe for someone debuting or returning, I just... I feel like Roddy's not leaving Final Battle with the title but I don't feel like Bobby Fish is going to win. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Like, I, I, think, th- I think there's going to be some chicanery here. Like, uh, we haven't heard from Cedric Alexander in a while. That's on. Sure.
1: Okay. Next match. <clears throat> uh, for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team titles, we have the kingdom of Michael Bennett and Matt Taven defending against War Machine, Hanson, and Raymond Rowe. Definitely um, definitely want to lean towards towards War Machine. I'm big fans of War Machine. <laughs> um
2: I I think they have a chance of taking it. I think they've, you know, done enough in their time of, Ring of Honor to kinda of earn a tag battle, you know. I, I think I'll go with that. Hmm. Alright. Nice.
1: Um
0: yeah. As much as we do love Friend of the Show Ray Rowe, uh, they're not winning. No. <laughs> the the Kingdom I think the Kingdom is taking this. Um as When we get to the final thing I'll, I'm going to go into my huge overall prediction but yeah yeah, I think the Kingdom's still walking away with this.
1: I I don't know I, I, I think they would want to go with more machine but at the same time with the whole New Japan thing going on I think Kingdom should retain the titles. Mm. Especially because they have the little tour afterwards. And
0: especially uh, since the next show is called Wrestle Kingdom.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know, like, the, the beating War Machine gave the Kingdom some weeks ago. I don't know, like a month ago. was really, really big, so I don't know. I, I'm going to go with the Kingdom, too. Uh, and our final match, the Ring of Honor World Championship. Jay Lethal with Truth Martini defense against Bullet Club AJ Styles. It has to be Jay Lethal. Uh, unfortunately, Wrestle Kingdom pretty much spoiled this for us.
2: <laughs> and also, I know AJ. I, I I'm not sure of the update of uh, on AJ files, but I believe you had some injury that's keeping. They took him off a few New Japan shows, I know, and they're hoping that will be ready for Final Battle and Wrestle Kingdom. Um. Uh. So with that up in the air, just considering this with the match, I agree. I think Jay Lee Field has this. Um. I think they did a good job of selling the match. Still, like with especially the promo a few weeks ago with him and Styles, I thought it was great. I uh, I think this match could tell a really good story, um, but yeah, I, I would I would lean towards lethal retaining.
0: See, I'm going AJ Styles. I'm thinking the reason they pulled him from those couple of shows is because Ring of Honor said, "Hey, we're giving him the belt. We kind of don't want him to injure himself further." Possibly. And then. If you have AJ winning, if you have the Young Bucks winning, if you have Adam Cole winning, and you have the Kingdom winning, you can have a, a, a six-man feud with the tag titles and the world title all
1: mushed in there with the Kingdom vs. the Bullet Club. I would love for that to happen, but I don't see AJ defending the title at Wrestle Kingdom anymore. So,
0: No, he doesn't have to.
1: Well, he kinda does.
0: Not really. You can have a six man you can have a six man match. Kingdom vs Bully is. Club. Imagine that as a main event. That'd be awesome. No, but I'm talking Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm talking about.
1: Wrestle Kingdom's main event is Tanahashi versus Okada, And he's going against Nakamura. Okay. Alright,
0: <laughs> well I d did, I didn't know what the Wrestle Kingdom card is, but I I still think it might be AJ. I still think it's AJ.
1: Okay. Well, that was the card for Ring of Honor's final battle. Do you have any other predictions?
0: Um, I'll probably oh, watch it not live because I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> Stop prediction.
2: <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, it is tonight. So, anyone watching could definitely check that out. Tonight. Yeah,
0: and we will have we will have a report of it next week. Uh, not sure when because uh, Christmas falls on a Friday and Christmas Eve is on a Thursday, but we'll figure something out. We'll
2: figure something.
0: Alrighty. Alright. So now, the real reason we're here, damn it!
1: NXT takeover. All right, Garza. What was your one word? Uh, in the theme, I'm gonna say, mental. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, Eamon, what was your one cockney word?
2: Uh, (laughs) I don't know if it's cockney. Uh, Surprising.
0: Ah, all right. Um, My one word was intriguing. (laughs) Intriguing. Um, All right, uh, so let's get into it. Garza, what was your good from the show?
1: Uh, Guys, I am completely 100% sold um, Dash and Dawson. Yeah. Those oh. fuckers are awesome. Like, I, like a, a personal thing that I love about wrestlers is when they're, like, super, uh, like, intelligent on their wrestling, and they pick a part of your body, and they will destroy it throughout the whole match. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to see that in tag teams. And we had that with Dosh and Dawson. Like, I'm completely sold on their <laughs> wrestling. I think, uh, Scott Dawson, particularly, is just, like, an amazing wrestler. He lacks personality, like, to three levels, but I I love (laughs) his wrestling. Yeah, I love his wrestling. I think if those guys can hook up, like, a really, like, heat-seeking manager, they could be Mm. huge. uh, That's
0: that's a really good point.
2: I don't think think Dawson's too bad on the mic. Like, I, I like some of his promos.
1: Uh, but I do agree,
2: like, maybe a more, like, a manager of some sort would, would help them a, a, a bit. But, yeah, um, yeah, the tag match was great. Like, going back to my word, like, very surprising. I think I really thought and this was Angela kind Cass of taking this. Um, and I kind of like that they didn't, because, like, you have, it's sometimes it's good to have those, like, big feuds where it seems like the, guy, the good guy is finally going to, you know, achieve their dream and get their goal or whatever, and then it doesn't happen when you think it does. Because we've had that with Bailey, and we've had that with Sami Zayn, and guys like that. So it's good to kind of throw a wrench in there, and you know, change things up a bit.
0: Yeah, I I, I thought, uh, I mean, the tag match was just very very emotional, <laughs> because like you can tell, I this was obviously honestly. Enzo and Cass's best match, of their NXT career. Yeah, um, especially Enzo. Like Cass is usually, the big hoss. He's the hot tag. But Enzo stepped it up. Enzo really, really did.
2: Yeah, I agree completely.
0: Alright, uh, Eamon, what was your good for the show?
2: Uh, I, li- I like a lot of this show. The one good, if I had to say, would probably be uh, the opening match between Asuka and Emma. Very fun match. Uh, uh, told a really great story. I really liked the, um, the near falls at the end and the, and the chicanery and stuff like that they were doing with, you know, the ref getting knocked out and the whole stuff with the belt and, and, uh, you know, it played off of, like, previous stuff, you know what I mean? Like the whole, uh, like how they, what was it, last week or two weeks ago they came out to try to distract Asuka and she just blasted her opponent or whatever in the face. Like, I love that they played off of that in this match. Um, I, yeah, I really think this was really great. It made Emma look great uh, as well as Asuka, I think. They, they both did a really solid solid job in
0: this one. Do you know what my favorite part of that match was, Amon? What's that? When Emma ran with Asuka during the Irish whip to put that much more force on it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's something you don't see unless you're playing a video game and you gave someone the strong Irish whip finish. The <laughs> strong Irish whip move. Like, like, Emma was throwing Asuka with such force into the buckle that she fell down face first. That, I, that shit was awesome. It was really, really good. Also, Emma's sunglasses need to be acknowledged.
2: Emma's sunglasses were pretty great. Uh, so, uh quick side note not having to do with the quality of the bats that I really love watch because I watched the match back like right after right after Takeover was done. Um, there's a really funny part uh that will probably be in the next episode of Botchamania in that whole uh, everybody speaks too loudly segment. Um <laughs> Emma hits. Emma gets a flurry of offense and hits her uh, Emma Mite sandwich on Oscar, and then goes in for the cover. And you can hear um, very close, very clearly, referee uh, Drake Worst going, "Please kick out," <laughs> based off of the last time he refereed an Emma match. <laughs>
0: That's right. That's right. That was the uh, four-way in Brooklyn. Oh God,
2: it was uh- pretty funny.
0: Also, we need to give a supplemental good thing for Dana Brooke here.
2: Oh, she was great.
0: Oh, my God. Like, it's come together for Dana Brooke. She's the best. Like, I I tweeted when I was watching it, I want Dana Brooke to cheer me on at my job. (laughs) (laughs) She was really, really, really good. Did you guys see the uh, the post segment?
2: I did get to see that on the YouTube channel.
0: Uh Uh-huh. It Wasn't as funny as the post-Brooklyn segment. We'll get that yeah. out of the way, but it was still really good.
2: It's interesting because it seems like I mean, it seems like they're still continuing with the feud. It's, it, I mean, it seems far from done. Um, and based off some of the stuff we have on the show, there seems to be a lot of interlocking feuds in the women now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may go to uh, to uh, Tony's po- point I think a few weeks ago about them maybe leading to a four-way for the title.
0: I I think we also might get a tag feud of sorts with Oscar uh, and Bailey versus uh, Nia versus Naya and, Naya and Eva and Emma and Dana. That could be Baby. like I would a, a triple threat divas tag. That'd be awesome. That would be really really fun. I think
2: definitely yeah. And
0: plus, then you have Nia and Eva working with other people, so they don't have to be in their all the time. Yeah. All right, uh, my good thing, and, I mean, we got to say it, Balor and Joe. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Ah, that was such a fun match. And it's nice that we did get to see the debut of Jack the Ripper. That was, that was <laughs> good. I, I,
2: For some reason, that never crossed my mind when they were showing the promo videos, like weeks before, about, oh, that could be what Balor's doing. Yeah,
0: yeah. no, never crossed my mind at all. Me neither. <laughs> uh, no, and, you know, it really should have for all of us, but... <laughs> I, I do like that they're giving um, Balor specific entrances now. Like, They're very much grooming him for the main roster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Very, very much so. Um, Joe, this was the... I... See, I loved the match. I thought it was really good. I don't know if it was better than that match with Ciampa.
1: I, I like the Ciampa more.
2: I think I, it was better in... In... in in certain ways. Like, the Chopper match is great, but it also just tells a different story than the other yeah. match. You know, mm-hmm. I, think, um, I think... I think I this match was good. I think they both... Especially, like, sort of the last few minutes of it. Like, the the, the counter stuff mm-hmm. and the stuff that they were doing there was real fun. Um, I really liked it, yeah. I think... Uh, uh, it, I liked that it was, you know... Especially, like, all the champions retained on this show. I feel like there was a... Like, I feel like they told a good story throughout the show, especially. Because once... Dash and Dawson entertained, people were thinking, oh, they may have a title change in the in the women's match yeah, or something yeah. like that. And then there was no... and then Bayley retained and people were like, oh, wow, maybe they'll give it to Joe. Like, maybe they'll now, give it... You know,
0: now, I have a question. You mentioned there were no title changes. Do you think that's because of the start time?
2: I don't think so. Because, I mean, they had a title change in Tokyo. That's true. Yeah, but... I I don't know.
0: I don't know. Like that, the title change in Tokyo, everyone pretty much sensed what's coming anyway.
1: I think it's more that uh, they're gonna want to hold the title change to Dallas because it's WrestleMania weekend, and they probably don't want to have someone have just like a four month uh, run with the titles. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm guessing. I can see that. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. I was just curious because like this is the first time they've run a live special from the UK. I think it was really a trial run so they could do an actual WWE pay-per-view there.
2: Yeah. I thought it worked. Like, I thought there was very few, like, issues, I feel, with the... Like, I, I noticed there was some glitching in, like, the opening match. But, like, well, did, I, did you watch it live? I watched it live, actually. Live. Okay. Yeah, there was, like, some glitching in the opener, but it was nothing major.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think it'll be interesting to see where WWE goes from here. Uh, I think they probably could do a live pay per view. I mean, I I don't know if I'd suggest doing one of the big four.
2: Yeah, I would have to also look at like the viewership. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Got, how many people actually watched it live? Yeah.
0: You know? Yeah, but I mean, I watched it the net, like the that night when I got home. So yeah, it and they replayed
2: yeah. it. They replayed it throughout the day. So yeah.
1: Yeah, but I think I think they could do a lot. I think they could do a pay per view in the UK. Especially on a Sunday, because most people on Sunday at one PM they're gonna you know, be in their
0: houses. You know, I ha- I hadn't even considered that. That makes yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Sunday at three PM, that Okay, yeah, that yeah makes the a the really lot of sense. Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, I completely forgot that it was during the weekend, not on a weekend like a pay per view that's a that's a great point, Carlos. Yeah, that makes more sense. Alright, um, so Garza, what was your bad yeah. this week?
1: For, uh, uh, my bad this week is is again going to the mechanics versus Enso and Cass match. Not the match, but I particularly hated that they had Enso and Cass cut that like awesome babyface promo at the start of the match and then they lose clean. Like
2: <laughs> Well, cleanish. Clean. Uh, it was pretty clean, much clean. cleanish. Yeah, they didn't use Carmella. Like I, I, like they they followed the rules necessarily, but they and and still... they hit
0: Air Enzo too. Like like they hit Air, Air, Air Enzo and then pulled off pulled out the uh pulled out Enzo. So I don't cleanish. Yeah,
1: cleanish. I I,
2: clean-ish. Think, I I think, but, but I thought they got the crowd into it. Like I thought. I mean, obviously the crowd's gonna be into it, in lot, but yeah. Um, you know, I thought. I don't know I like I liked it. I thought it was I thought it was cool. I, I it, like I said I fully believed Enzo and Cash were winning
1: this. There was like no doubt in my mind that they were winning this. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I I just didn't like the 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 promo they cut because it pretty much uh, shows that the baby were wrong. They have to eat their words and like we were saying last week uh they failed to pull the trigger at Brooklyn and now this one so it, it's hard to, to think that Enzo and Cass to serve a third match, unless it's in a cage or something. But Either
0: that, or they're just getting Enzo and Cass ready for the main roster.
1: Yeah,
2: maybe.
0: I mean, could you imagine an Enzo and Cass versus New Day promo?
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, come on! So Enzo! Much suck, Enzo. So much screaming. Yeah, it'd be really, really good, though.
1: It would be like that promo between Jay Lethal and Ric Flair, where they were win each other. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: yes, yes, it absolutely would. Yeah. Oh god, that'd be so good. Um, all right, Amen. What was your bad for a takeover?
2: <clears throat> it's hard to say because I thought there was a lot of good on the show. Um, I guess I'll just slightly go to Baron Corbin, Apollo Cruz. Like not, I feel I still thought that was a good match, but. Maybe it just wasn't to the level that I kind of hoped it was. Um, uh, I I, th- I still think I thought it was a well worked match. I liked the uh, I liked that the I, I when Baron hit like the, the end of days or whatever. I was like, oh if, oh Apollo may kick out, you know. Uh, and then the fact that I like the fact that he didn't kick out. And mm-hmm. I, I don't think you should be kicking out at the end of days just yet. Um, but yeah, I I liked it.
0: Did Joe kick out of the end of days?
2: Um, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I don't think he ever hit him with the end of days, if I remember.
1: He he countered it into the choke.
2: Yeah, you oh, can okay. counter. Like, okay. like, I don't mind people countering it, but once you hit it, like
1: I don't think people should be jaunting yeah. in the, the end of the days just yet. That that was a theme that I... I, I wasn't sure what they were doing all night because they took several finishers and they completely killed him. Uh, like, Corbin kicked out of uh, Cruz's, uh, finish shirt, and then... But
0: it wasn't the whole finish. It wasn't the whole finish. There wasn't the press slam and then the flip.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah, because it was right after the dropkick.
0: Yeah, okay. And besides, that's a shit finish. Right? And he I think Corbin, well, actually,
2: that. I think Cruz is trying to put over that new powerbomb as his finish. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah.
2: And he went for it, and Corbin counted it,
1: so...
0: But, but yeah, yeah, I know you mean with uh, with uh, Nia and Bayley. We'll yeah, they that. completely
1: killed all Her finishers.
0: Well,
2: her finish is just like a. a
1: uh, well, she, hasn't really, just she hasn't
0: <laughs> she hasn't had a long enough career to establish that finish yet.
2: And and, and not to knock the match because I actually really did like that the women's title match. But her finish is a very like short angle leg drop. Like it's. If she got a lot of height on it, I could understand, but it, it's very—it's not like she's getting a lot of height on the leg drop.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? But Bailey also kicked out of the that power slam thing she does.
2: I'm trying to think. Did she
0: hit that? Yeah, yeah. but all right, well, all right. As a counter, uh, I'll,
1: I'll get to my bad because
0: my bad's about that match. Okay. Finish talking about. Uh, my bad is gonna be the repetition of the choke, uh, by Bailey. Like, we didn't need to see it that many times, I don't think.
2: I I will say the one thing about that match that I think makes it work, and maybe makes even, like, her f- kicking out of the finish work, is that they sold, they sold Nia being overconfident. because when and, she pinned, And
0: inexperienced.
2: An and, yeah, and when she pinned uh, Bailey after that finish, she just pinned her by putting her foot on top of
0: her. Mm-hmm, yeah. Or, yeah. like, by just putting your hands on her shoulders. I'm like, this is... You the have one to go in her... Like, if she like, went for an
2: actual cover and kicked out, then yeah, I can understand that. But. Yeah, if
0: she went for an actual cover, she might have won the match. Yeah. Like, she probably should have won the match in, after some, several of those moves. But yeah, I, I did like they played up Nia's overconfidence. Um, I was a little bummed by the fact that Eva didn't come out with Nia. Mm. Especially given that that's, you know, how how this started. I understand why they didn't, but I was a little bummed that they didn't
2: do that. Yeah, I, I think, um, I maybe maybe going to the fact of like I mean, it completely negates my uh, my prediction or whatever about the whole Andre Ted DiBiase thing. Um, but uh, <laughs> no, and I, and I really like the match, and, and I was. Again, this was a match that I think a lot of people were very interested in, from the fact that Nia hasn't had much time on the main show to see how she would, you know, work in that environment. I thought she did well, and and um, like like I said before on the on when we were previewing the show, if the match, if the women's title match didn't deliver like work rate level to the past women's title matches, at least we had Emma and Asuka to where we had that kind of more work rate style kind of kind of women's match. But
1: even this, this told a really great story. You know? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like From all matches all night, I thought that was the one that had the best story. Uh, they've been doing a good job to to tell good stories when with chicks that are not that experienced because it's uh, similar to the Eva one that they told a really good story. Uh, going back to what Mike was saying about the, how they use the show a lot of times, personally, I, I think uh, they stopped... At the point where it was about to be too much, but uh, my only problem was that up until she got Naya on her le- on, on on the on her butt pretty much and grabbed the choke, <laughs> it seemed like uh, n- she wasn't really like getting a good hold, and it was really annoying me. Up until the last one, when she when she bent her forward, I was like, oh fuck, that probably hurts a lot.
0: Yeah. You know what? You know what I thought was gonna happen for a split second during that last one when uh Nia was like when she bent forward and everything. I thought it was going to be a double finish. Oh, you thought they were gonna I pin I, and... I yeah, I thought I thought like she was gonna bend so far forward because she was losing oxygen that it was actually going to pin Bailey's shoulders to the mat and we get the tap on the third count.
2: Oh, that would have that would have been kinda lame. <laughs> no,
0: I don't I don't think it would have been because it would have
2: I well, I never, I never like those kind of finishes because I, I feel like, I feel like those kind of finishes are like kind of cop outs.
0: But if if it's, I think if it's done right, it can be really clever.
2: Yeah, I, I think I, like I said, I thought this was well, and and more than even you know the stuff with Nia Jax. This I feel like really established Bailey as the top dog right now in NXT. Yeah. She is now on the level of. Sasha and Charlotte as far as their NXT title ends. Mm-hmm. Like
0: I don't know where she goes from here. Because that's true. like because they already started teasing Naya and Asuka, but like how do you get there? Like unless we revisit Bailey and Emma.
2: Possibly. Which
0: I'd be totally cool with. Because mm-hmm. Emma's on another level right now. Like like it's it's like Goku and Vegeta. Like Vegeta's finally gotten to that level of Super Saiyan and, you know, needs to go after Bayley go- needs to go after uh, Bailey again.
2: Like yeah. I- and, and like there's that, uh there's the stuff with Eva. Um I don't think Alexa Bliss is completely done from the women's title stuff. Uh yeah. based off some
1: like the recent promo stuff she's done. Like I, I think there's a lot of ways you could go with it. There's also a possibility if they do uh, their annual schedule bring someone down from the main roster to challenge for a title. Mm. We know Are Natty's you? not doing shit anyway.
0: Let's yeah. say who who would you say? But yeah, Natty makes the most sense. Yeah,
2: and
1: I wouldn't mind that. Natty Bailey would probably be a great match.
2: Mm-hmm. Since Natty was like one of the first, like back when Bailey was doing the whole starstruck, like thing when she started. Like, Nanny was one of the first ones where she was like, oh my god, it's Natalia. Yeah. Like, that'd be a cool story you could tell. Yeah.
0: Alright. Garza, what would you change about TakeOver?
1: Uh, My change, as I expressed last week, I'm not a big fan of the Asuka Super Destroyer mode. So, I I think I would have just taken all the, the sheeting in the Asuka Emma match and just send it to the Enzo and Cass match. Because I oh, that really? Emma, Emma and Asuka could have had like the same awesome match without the shitting. But I, I
0: kinda like the fact that Asuka is the character that, hey, I've seen wrestling before. I know what you guys are trying to do. Yeah. Like like it's like she I don't I think to do that with Dash and Dawson would have been detrimental to Dash and Dawson. Because if Dash and Dawson were winning, they're obviously going on to go feud with Jordan and Gable.
1: Yeah, obviously, but you had to kill Enzo and Cass on the process. I
2: don't think he killed them. I I mean, I think...
1: They got hurt. a Bad.
2: Well, yeah, but... Well, I mean, that sense, yeah, but... um, I I think that the the story... Especially, like, the post promo thing with Dana and Emma, like, they really kind of sold the fact that, like, their game plan going into this was they needed to try something different to get back at Asuka, because they knew, like, the, just wrestling wise, it wasn't working. Like, and and, I mean, I think Emma got in enough offense without cheating in the match. Like, all the cheating stuff only really came towards the end. Like, she got enough offense in during the match to where she still looked as good as Asuka did. Mm. You
1: know, if it had been just, like, like, one thing, one cheat, it w- that would be okay, but, like, it was, like, three different things that it should have been, like, a normal finish in the main roster, but Asuka, like, outsmarted them in mm-hmm. all of them. So, uh, like, I, can like, understand. You know, like I, I think I, they're a spot.
0: Yeah. Well, but, I mean, well, it's also because, I, like, they already literally tried the same... Deal with Asuka. It's like if they had done the Ryback Rusev feud right with Lana. <laughs> no, it's like, it, with Lana pretending to be injured. If Ryback was a smarter character, he would have realized, oh, she's not really
2: hurt. He's gonna hit me. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I would I would agree with you on the multiple cheating like stuff after one after the other. Except like for this, I give it a pass. I think it did take people on that emotional roller coaster. Like especially the whole when Asuka had the belt or whatever and the referee thought she used it or whatever, like I, that, people were really buying into it at that point. And then she got the locket or whatever and then Dana got on the apron and it's like, oh, well, maybe Emma will win this, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, I, I mean, yeah. Alright. Eamon, what was your change this week?
2: Ooh. That's a good question. Is it maybe a case of just like the advertising of it? But like, I would have shown Sami Zayn do something. Like, I like he has his match next week, which is the ta- they taped it right after the take, uh, right after Takeover. Um, but I would have loved just to see him. You know what I mean?
0: Now I have a question. Didn't they
2: advertise that Elias Samson was going to be on the show? They that well. That's the weird thing. They. they uh, Triple H said in his conference call that he's debuting at. He was debuting in London, basically. In London, yeah, but, but his debut match will be next week. Yeah. Oh, okay,
0: okay, okay. It's
2: in London, like they so, taped it so, right so
0: after so well, they probably taped it right before.
2: No, they yeah. actually taped it after, I believe. Really? Okay. I think
1: I think they only did the same same thing after.
2: Maybe because I know they closed the show with Sami Zayn's match that so they yeah. taped for the show. Oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. Um, right. which is weird like n- not spoiler alert of the match but like like the main event you have like the giant Finn Balor Samoa Joe amazing thing and the main event of the actual show is like Sami Zayn versus Ty Dillinger <laughs>
0: hey hey who doesn't love Ty Dillinger alright hey,
2: you know. yeah. but
0: uh yeah next week should be fun um alright my change is the the England crowd Aww. <laughs> no, 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 not that I would can we transplant some of them to full sale
1: oh, yes, please. please um
0: and and this is not a knock on full sale it's It's more of a praising of the England crowd because they did a lot of the sing songy stuff and all that th- and all that jazz, mm-hmm. but they also knew when to shut the fuck up and watch the match.
2: Yeah, and I know a lot of, I guess, like an argument that people, like, from that England crowd were kind of, like, for people who were saying they were snarky or whatever, was like, hey, at least we cheered the heels and booed the, or or cheered the, cheered the faces and booed the heels, you know? Yeah. Uh, Well, I mean,
0: you don't have to even do that, just let the match develop instead of trying to take it over with different chants and whatnot. Yeah. Like, doing sing-song chants during
2: the intros, that's great, that's when you're supposed to do it. And all the chants were at least directed at the wrestlers and and had some kind of like, like they, you know, whether it was the end zone cast stuff or stuff with Bailey or whatever, they could just to, you know,
1: get behind those wrestlers. It wasn't just because they thought it would be fun to do, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: This actually made me think, uh, like last week we were talking that Eva is pretty much doomed because she's going to get bad reactions wherever she goes. Mm -hmm. I was thinking that, you know, maybe this type of crowd could probably respect her enough to let her come out and do her stuff and get normal boosts, not nuclear heat boosts.
0: Yeah, possibly. So. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I'm i curious to see if she's on next week's show.
1: I don't think she was. Uh, in I don't think Z she thing. was in London at all. Ah, yeah. uh,
0: that's unfortunate.
1: <laughs> her, her Instagram shows differently. Yeah, because she wasn't on the... I don't <laughs> think she was on the tour at all.
0: Oh, she was probably doing uh, tribute to the troops stuff. Yeah, either that or like yeah, Tony D yeah. or something. Okay. That's unfortunate 'cause I will I would have loved to see like a different crowd's reaction to her.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Cause I mean Brooklyn wasn't horrible to her. Like they booed her, but you know, yeah. she had a normal match and everything. Yeah. I, I think I think the bigger the arenas then Oh, also one yeah. thing. The rampway at the arena there was awesome.
2: I like the simplicity of it, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like, that was was the first thing I noticed. I'm like, oh, it's just a really long ramp, and it's not, like, elevated or anything. That's really cool.
1: I even like how they managed to do some of the entrances there. Like, for instance, the Baron Corbin one looks so much better in a straight (laughs) ramp with the lights on the sides. I liked it so much more for some reason. (laughs) Definitely.
0: They they still show Ronco on the TitanTron, though.
2: It's yeah. it's just because it can because it has to fit across the whole. Thing. I yeah. know, but they <laughs> designed the Titantron better. <laughs> so, but but yeah, going back to the uh, to the crowds or whatever, there, obviously the chants were fun. Uh, uh, I uh, obviously we'll have to watch next week for uh, for I feel like the chant that got the most like traction over the whole weekend or a whole week, I guess for the for the uh, for the London tour, which was. Uh, 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 Chad Gable and Jason Jordans. All right, well, don't, don't yes. spoil what it is. Well, allegedly, at, at at the house show stuff, they were chanting it for 10 minutes straight.
1: Yeah, I heard the same. I, I saw a video, which is similar to when Fandango debuted, that they were singing the song, at, like, on the straight train stations and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, no. That, that's, I think, the level they have reached.
0: <laughs> uh, don't remind me of that, because...
2: Hey, you were part well, of hey, it. Well, hey, hey, Chad. No, I no, was not part of it. Chad Gable and Jason Jordan have much more uh, 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 hope in their future than Fandango does. So yes, yeah.
0: but if you hear a crowd sing a song for forty-five minutes, <laughs> I don't care what song it is, you will hate the song and that person that's correlated to <laughs> you. Especially absolutely to...
1: will. Especially after Jerry Lawler will tell you to sing the song on the Raw. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, all right, but uh, yeah. So next week should be fun. We have that four-way tag match,
2: right? Mhm. Uh, yes. Game one: Jordan, Von Villains, Blake, and Murphy, and uh, Hype Bros. So.
0: Yes, I can't wait for the Hype Bros in London. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so was there anything else you guys want to talk about from Takeover? I thought we pretty much hit all the hit all the main points.
2: Yeah, uh, uh, yeah like cool. I, yeah, like I said, I thought it was a great show. Cool to have them in London. Where would you guys compare it to the other takeovers?
1: Uh, uh, at least third for me, because I think I still think Respect and Brooklyn are better.
2: Yeah, I think this is more. Um,
1: and to be honest, I can't remember anything before Respect.
2: Yeah, this is probably better than like some of the earlier ones in the year, but I, I think. Yeah, I really, I mean, I enjoyed it. I, I think Brooklyn and, and Respect, just with some of the stories that were going into it, had a bit bigger, you know, lasting memory on it. But I still think it was a really great show. Yeah. I think
0: it was also that, in the Brooklyn one especially, there was a lot of things that happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because if yeah. you just look at the results from this, the most shocking result is that uh, Baron Corbin won.
2: Yeah. Yep. Or did Dash and Dawson won.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't even know if that's that shocking. Well, I, I mean, mean just I, know, I know we all want Enzo and to win, but is it really that shocking? To, you, you know what I mean? Like, nothing happened in terms of the
2: champs retained. Yeah. Oh, speaking also, My other favorite part of TakeOver, speaking of uh, Baron Corbin versus Apollo Crews, I love uh, uh, Andy well, Mark, Baron Corbin... <laughs>
1: I know what you're going to say. <laughs> he just
2: screamed. Like, did he think Apollo Crews was Moose? I th- maybe. But here's the thing: people were like, uh, Baron, he's not from Ring of Honor. And I I was telling people, I actually kind of like that. Like, oh, I, I like that he doesn't know yeah. where, where Apollo Crews is
1: actually from, you know? He, yeah. It's, ba- it's, it's ba- Baron is a perfect representation, I think, of, of Vince McMahon. Like, he just thinks that Ring of Honor <laughs> is the Indies. <laughs> he probably he was, assumed, like, why don't you Cameron's go back to New Japan, damn it? You've probably
2: seen Dean Ambrose was from Ring of Honor when he got signed. and It's like, yeah. no. You uh, <laughs> probably
0: thought Oscar was from Ring of Honor.
2: Yeah. But, but no, I like that. Like I like that he's that kind of guy that's like, you know. Well, just yeah, and,
0: and he's a heel. He doesn't have to be correct.
2: Exactly. <laughs> like, in fact,
0: it's better if he's not correct. Yeah, his gimmick is that he's a meathead. Like... <laughs> he is Fulton from the Mighty Ducks. Sawyer Fulton? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Fulton Reed. And, I, all right. Yeah. Whatever happened? <laughs> Don't ask. He became a he became a lawyer in Hell's Kitchen. Anyway, uh, Jarza, where can the good people find you on the internet?
1: You can find me at DW Revolution, and you can at uh, Twitter, and you can find me at where you can already go and and check out our thoughts on NXT London.
0: Excellent. Uh, Eamon, where can the good people find you?
2: Uh, they can find me on Twitter at Eamon2Please. They can also check out the wrestling organization that I'm a part of, which is Inspire Pro Wrestling, uh, on Twitter.com uh, slash Inspire Pro Reds.
0: Excellent. You can find me at MadMike4883 on the Twitter machine. Uh, you can also find me as part of the Top 50 Countdown list on WrestlingAudio.com's Top 50 of 2015. And seriously... If you're watching this, go check out the Wrestling Mayhem show. We just had episode 500 this past We've week. we done this, that. Yeah. If you want to hear about wrestling, don't listen to that show. <laughs> <laughs> we talked way more about wrestling on this one. But still, it was a fun-ass show to watch um, and to be a part of. and It was just fantastic. And also, I think we may have some surprises for the midweek war. In the coming weeks, we've had a few discussions about what to do with TNA, especially if they're not even showing it on Destination America anymore. Um, I also think that we should have a breakdown of the Lucha Underground season two trailer. I think so. I think we absolutely should do that.
2: Um, so, and, and also we, we were, uh, were we're throwing around an idea. I don't know if you want to talk about it, Mike.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure. Go for it. Go for
2: it. Uh, in 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 the absence of TNA for for at least a couple weeks, we know before they join on Pop TV. I don't know what they're doing in the meantime. Um, uh, TNA has been posting uh, their old Asylum shows uh, weekly on their YouTube channel for free, and I feel we should watch them and review them because
0: I, I kind of want to. I really do. I think that would be fun because I've never seen those shows. No. Uh, so, so.
1: So fans of the show, you you think we'd rather be doing the Asylum Years, go to Facebook or go to Twitter and let us know do you want to do Asylum Years or Impact Zone? <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, man. Well, I mean, once Impact goes to Pop, we're going to have to come back and review it. Yeah, but,
1: well, let's, let's see what the fans want. Let's see what the fans want.
0: <laughs> Alright. Well, we will find out what happens uh, with the with the future of Impact Wrestling. But, uh, yeah, so for Antonio Garza, for Amy Payton, I'm Mad Mike, and this has been your Mid Week
2: War Jolly Good Show!